Progressive presents Adjusting to the Suburbs. I never thought about space in my cramped apartment, but in this house, all I see is empty space. The sofa and ottoman look like tiny islands in a sea of hardwood floors. I could get two ottomans in the living room, but then I'd need another sofa. I could tell people I'm into minimalism. Anyway, when you save with Progressive by bundling your home and auto, that's the easy part of adjusting to the suburbs. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. What's going on, everybody? It's Capes and Cows. It's the big thing. It is Friday. Thanks for joining us once again. Lots to talk about. Obviously, the big story of the week, the big comic book movie story of the week is Ant-Man Quantumania. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. The trailer hit. How is it going to change the MCU? Well, there's a producer out there saying it's going to be significant change. Eternals 2, anything happening with that? Well, that's something that we could potentially discuss. Reed Richards is going to be rumored again. This time, not Diego Luna. It is not John Krasinski. Nope, it is Adam Driver. So maybe we'll get into that as well. There's a few other things on the table, the potential that we can talk about. And it's going to be myself and Winston A. Marshall here today. Coy is out and about doing his thing. So he will it'll just be the two of us today. Now, speaking of that, speaking of that character, last week had one of the biggest flubs in the show's history. And um, if you want to go and check out exactly what that is, it's the Black Knight, and you can get the shirt right now. Black Knight, the shirt is on sale. It is still on sale. You can still get it. Yeah, the link's in the description. I'll put an iCard. And also, if you if you walk around and you see people who think they know everything, you see them all the time, and you don't even want to say anything, you don't want to confront them, you can subtly just wear this shirt. That's right. Just walk right in front of them. And they, you, they won't even know that you're talking to them. And just flex your chest out and show them that they don't know-ish. That's right. They don't. And there's other things, too. Sith Council show some class capes and cows. It's all there. You can get yourself one of those shirts today, so please do so. Uh, I mentioned Apple Podcasts. We have a partnership now with Cast Media. We're very excited about that. Helps us out tremendously. If you head on over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere podcasts are found, download the episodes. Even if you watch on the YouTubes, help with the podcast, please, and thank you. And if you haven't already subscribed, please do so. Trying to get the show on the road, man. Trying to head on out. We're looking at New York. We're going to be trying to get to uh, to Boston. We're going to look to go to Texas. We're going to do a lot of different things. But we need to get to that number. So help us out. All right. It's me and it's Winston. Let's do it. It's Capes and Cows. It's a big thing. Come on. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Capes and Cows. Big thing. It's me. Nice to see you. Hey, what's up, bro? <laughs> you good? <laughs> now I am. It's just now all that rain really messed with you, didn't it? It did, because we had this stupid leak, but it's better now. I, that was that was wild. Like, I, for for half a second, all that rain here in L.A., I thought I was going to drown. I, I, I thought I was going to drown in, like, my my uh, gym in my building. Because oh, okay. I, I, don't, I don't like walking. Uh, I, I normally walk to L.A. Fitness mm-hmm. from my house. I'm not going to do it when it's pouring a tsunami outside like i'm good on that so i went to the one downstairs and i get down there and all of a sudden i hear i was like what the hell and all of a sudden just 
like not a full flood, but just like hardcore, just like dripping, dripping. out of yeah, multiple no, it was, spots. It was and nuts. I was like, uh, I took my dog on a walk, and it was like I felt like I was it was like I was in a rainforest. Dude. I was like it was nuts. I, I I know people love to clown us as far as like, oh man, you in Los Angeles, people, you so soft. No, this this was real rain. This was bad. This was real rain. It wasn't just like a, like like a couple of drizzles here and there. It was like it was like it was a full thirty six hours. Yeah, it's true. Um, anyway, so we got a lot to talk about, and for if you didn't know already what we've been doing if you haven't joined us and you're just tuning in maybe for the first time or you're coming back after a couple of weeks whatevs we're um we're gonna be uh we're gonna be talking about a bunch of stuff that's in the news and the way we do it is i before the show starts i list a bunch of the topics that i think are relevant and that i think are, will be interesting and then winston and i will go through i'll start with one then winston will go and we'll just We'll spend an hour talking about stuff. I feel like I'm on the $100,000 pyramid because normally you tell me ahead of time what we might be talking about. And I heard some of it in the intro, but, like, obviously you, you just tease it, so I don't even know. We're that good, Winston. We don't need to do that anymore. We're that good. <laughs> I mean, we're that's that fair. That's so, fair. Why don't, yeah, it's, it's, it's true. So we're going we're gonna to go and we'll start. I'm going to bring up the list, and I'm going to start. You know what? I'm gonna let you start. You can if you don't. Well, if you don't know the actual, know if you don't know the are, list, that's, that's okay. Fine. I'll just look at them. Okay, go ahead. Um. All right. Well, a lot of stuff here seems interesting. I think probably the most interesting to me is um. The 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 Eternals two. There's no plan for that. Yeah. So that's kind of wild. Well, that's that's the yeah that's the right now. There is a story out there, and again, we get a lot of our stories here from comicbookmovie.com, mm -hmm. and there's a story going on right now. Okay, so this is, again, from comicbookmovie.com. Despite rumblings that Eternals 2 is moving forward at Marvel Studios, Kingo actor um, Kamal Najani confirms he hasn't heard anything about reprising the role in a possible sequel. So... Eternals remains Marvel Studios' only rotten movie on Rotten Tomatoes. And seeing it was released at a time when people were still reluctant to head to theaters, we don't know how much that affected box office takings. By no means a flop and far from a hit, the franchise now appears to be sidelined, similar to what happened with The Incredible Hulk. There have been recent rumblings about a sequel heading our way during the multiverse saga, while reliable scoopers are claiming that Tiamat will return in a big way in Captain America New World Order and Thunderbolts as the MCU's source of adamantium. Recent projects have been rife with Kingo Easter eggs, but actor Camille Nanjani confirms he is still in the dark when it comes to any possible Eternal sequel plans. He says, I mean, listen, I have plans today. I don't know if they have plans. I would love to come back, but I'm sort of waiting to hear if it's going to happen or not. I'm hoping to get to do more. I had a great time playing that character. It'd be a shame if he's sort of one and done, but, you know, the decision's not mine to make. And Marvel Studios enlisted A-list cast, so the fact they don't know what the future holds is a little worrying. Then, uh, blah, 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 blah. Insiders say that it was recently reported that we should expect a, expect Judgment Day and more cosmic sequel. Um, I don't know. So there's there's a lot. Yeah. So this is just this is just from him in general. But there's a lot that kind of goes into that, right? I can understand where they would say, okay, look, the movie didn't perform. Right. People don't care as much, but it's hard to factor. Because it's it's similar to the Hulk, but different because of what they mentioned in the article, and that's the the pandemic, right? Mm -hmm. And then at the time when people were going, we're just going back. I think it was like one of the first movies. I think Ghostbusters and that were like the first two movies I saw in the theater. You and I saw, was, saw this together, I think. Uh, yeah, we did. And yeah. then and 
No, 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 no. Because you and Koi had the discussion about it, and I hadn't seen it yet. Oh, so maybe Koi and I saw it together. Probably. Okay, okay, that's what it was. Okay. Um, but no, uh, yeah, because it, it was a uh, Fast Nine, because that was the whole the whole uh, commercial with Indies. It's so happy to have you back in our family. Yeah, like yeah that yeah. whole thing was running for a while. So I remember. So yes, this is one of the first major blockbusters outside of Fast and Ghostbusters. Um. And it obviously was split. Like right. we loved it. Yeah, a lot of people didn't. A lot of people didn't like um, it. I, I really did. I'm, I'm looking forward to rewatching it. Yeah. No. Absolutely. And and so, I am not surprised if they don't do a sequel. I think it would be very stupid to leave the characters out. You set up too much that they're important. Yeah. So you just maybe repurpose them the way they did with the Hulk. Yeah. And I think that that's kind of what that's the best plan. I think if they're gonna at least to see if you can get it because look at the Hulk. There's a different thing with the Hulk also because the Hulk, the rights for the Hulk are still tied up with, with uh, Paramount, I think. Uh, Universal. Is it Universal? It's Universal. It's, it's the Hulk. Right, Paramount and, was the other ones, right. Hold on. It's one other big character. It's the Hulk and... Somebody else. Yeah. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. But but either either way, that, that, that happens and it's happening. Namor. Namor, right, 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 right. So um, that's not the case with, with Eternals, but there's still that idea almost like what maybe they should have done with black adam right mm -hmm. is put them in a put them in a few movies mm -hmm. get the audience even more like oh i want to see a spin-off because if the universal rights weren't tied up mm -hmm. hulk has become significantly more popular over right. the last couple of films that his standalone film i believe would have done much better today yeah. with a rough low and stuff than it would have uh, right away and we're, we, that was the second movie out of the mcu it was so this is um this is a different thing i think that it probably makes if if I'm Feige, I'm going, yeah. You know what? We need the characters. We need them to tell a story. We set up this whole thing with the celestial sticking out of the freaking planet. Mm -hmm. So we need to figure that out. That was the biggest thing out of the story. I did not hear that they were going to have Tiamat be the source of adamantium. That that to me, out of all of the story, I'm not entirely surprised that maybe they said no mm -hmm. Eternals too. I am shocked that that's the route they're going to go with how they get adamantium is through Tiamat. That's crazy, but yeah. that's good to know. I mean, I guess that. To me, I look at this story and I'm like, okay, there's the there's the nugget there. Yeah. Because um, we're not learning more about about how this is going to go down. So. Yeah, it's interesting. So anyway, I mean, I think that we'll find out more as, as some of the what's coming out right now for them. Right, they've got Ant Man coming out, obviously, which we'll talk about in a moment. The Marvels, but that's at the well, end of the summer. Yeah, and then Guardians. So they have those three. Those are the three movies that they're focusing on right now. And then they also have um, Secret Invasion that's coming out. Uh, is Ironheart coming out this year? I believe so, yes. Okay, they pushed, they did push Echo. Okay. Echo's being pushed, so um, whether or not that even sees the light of day, who knows. But those, that, that that's a lot. And is there any, and then Loki. Loki comes out as well. Loki So too. they got a lot coming and out. And what if too. Right. So they got a lot coming out mm -hmm. this year. So they don't have to, they can kind of take their time with it because they don't, I, I guess, Comic-Con, right? Are they going to do the same thing again? With are they going to start like play into what what's going to happen? And with Deadpool three is not this year; it's next year. I think it's next year, yeah, twenty twenty four. Okay, yeah. So I mean, I think you do something similar. I think you have a situation where you'll release a majority of it at Comic Con. You you, you maybe I guess the old, they didn't really save anything for D twenty three other than a trailer. There was nothing. D twenty three Marvel showed a lot of the same. So there was a couple of things. I mean, they Thunderbolts. And, the and there was a couple other things that they showed. I mean, they showed they showed a Loki trailer. They they showed more, but the actual like announcements, they, they shouldn't say they didn't do it. They did a they did a ton at D twenty three, but it wasn't like the big kind of explosion that they did and at Comic Con. And I'm not saying that you 
have to, but if I was them, I would personally split it 50-50. I would go part one, yeah, part two, and you go you go in, you you give us a major heavy hitter and a couple little like a couple shows at yeah. Comic Con. Yeah. Because you're still gonna win. I don't know even, if D twenty three is this year though. I think it's every two years. Is it every two? Yeah, then I don't know I if they changed to, that. I mean they it used to be every two years. If that's the case, then fine. You give away the whole farm at Comic Con, but and another reason you might want to give away if it is every two years, another way reason you definitely want to give away the whole farm, this one is because you're even though they said there's no competition with DC, there there's always DC's coming swinging. There's the big ups. There's like who there's always that thing. There's of course you say if you're Marvel, there's no competition when you're the only game in town. That's what WWE said for for all. Well, there's no game in town, but when it looks like there could be a new game in town, you should start. You should you should flex, dude. Nothing is more exciting as a Cowboys fan than when unknown uh, caller. <laughs> I could say is you, you brought up the rivalry of DC and Marvel. There's nothing that I actually appreciate more than as a Cowboys fan than when another NFC East team is good, let alone multiple NFC right. East teams, because then all of a sudden I feel like I'm actually fighting for baby. something. The competition yeah. pulls yeah. more out of you. Yeah. I feel the same way. I, 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 at this point, and if I go back and look at my life, like I, I always loved Batman. I've always loved a number of DC characters a lot. Um, Robin slash Nightwing has probably been my favorite superhero all of growing up, and I guess it's the connection as a kid being a superhero. But I look at it, X-Men was so important to me. Uh, Spider-Man was so important to me. Right. I realize I'm kind of more of a Marvel head in that in that regard, but that doesn't mean I want to see DC fall. I want them both to thrive. Of course, yeah. that's, that's what you want. You, you, yeah, you would hope that's the case sometimes, but for some reason, a lot of times, people take it like it's it's you're either a Boston Red Sox fan or you're a Yankee fan or a Cowboys fan or Giants fan. It's like, it's, yeah. See, the, the problem with that is, with sports specifically, I know I brought that up as an analogy. There is only one trophy. There is only one one right. person is right. the the best team, and that actually that, that's something you're actually. And fighting if you've been rooting for. for a team the whole entire time, and like if it 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 doesn't serve your team justice in the playoffs if the Giants win and your team loses, right? Right. If the bad Marvel movie comes out and is a great DC movie, you still win because you're a fan of movies, right? That's that's what and that's what people don't. And but, absolutely, yeah. and, and, and and on that point. If a superhero movie fails and then another super superhero fails and it doesn't matter what studio, all of a sudden people don't want to see superhero. And people movies. are going to start saying that the case, like if it's, but if the yeah, but anyway, this is an age old conversation for sure. But I think that when it comes back to how they're going to play it out, Comic Con will be um, DC's going to make some big, huge announcements, and so will Marvel. And I think it'll be, I think Comic Con this year will be will be massive. And, oh yeah, for sure. But all right, we're going to shift on over and. I'm going to go, and we're going to get right into this thing, and we're going to talk about um, Quantum Mania, because if you saw that trailer, if you're watching this show and you didn't watch that trailer, what are you doing? Unless there's some people who are just avoiding it. I understand. But the stakes look to be huge on this thing, right? So Marvel Studios VP of Production and Development, Stephen Broussard, says that the next month's Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania is far more than just the third Ant-Man film on a bigger scale. The project marks the first movie of the fifth phase of the MCU and sees Paul Rudd's Scott Lang facing off against the main villain of the multiverse saga in the form of Kang the Conqueror. In the, in the new film, Scott and his family are sucked into the quantum realm after an experiment gone awry and have to find out 
uh, excuse me, and they must find a way out of this strange and dangerous world. So this is what he says. He said, we talk about we, we talk about movies like Captain America, The Winter Soldier, in which you saw the fall of S.H.I.E.L.D., and it felt like the entirety of the MCU turned on that. Captain America Civil War was another film where you saw heroes divided and in camps and battle lines being drawn. It really felt like the future of the MCU was going to be defined by the action of that film. We really liked the idea of making this Ant-Man film as important and integral to the MCU going forward. So... I think that all of this, I, and I don't think any of this is hearsay. I don't think any of this is hyperbole. I, I think it is all true. Mm-hmm. I think that if you look at, I think that this is a marketing thing for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Because if you look at what Peyton Reed said when Peyton Reed was interviewed a couple months ago, and he was saying, I basically made a plea to Kevin Feige and said, we've been a, we've been a, an appetizer, you know, something to cleanse the palate on the first two films, which has been fine. But I want this to be like an Avenger level type movie. And everything inside of that trailer seems to be pitched that way for sure. The stakes seem to be huge. Out of all three movies, it seems to have the biggest stakes out of all three Ant-Man movies. I don't like how much they showed in the trailer. I think they showed way too much. I think they showed the ending of the movie, which is really stupid. And I've done that before, and it's turned out to be bad. I hope I'm wrong, but it looked like it. But the movie looks fantastic. Kang looks devastating. Jonathan Majors is one of my favorites right now, so he's um, he's going to have a crazy year. But I, first of all, thoughts on that? We haven't talked about the trailer. Yeah. And then uh, the comments by uh, VP over here. I, I intentionally watched it on my phone, and I went one and done. I've been doing more and more of these trailer reactions, but as we're <laughs> seeing you getting into Um I've been, you know, I've been watching more. Uh, I've been doing more and more trailer reactions on my own channel and whatnot, but I... This one in particular, the reason why I did not do one is because I did not want to watch this multiple times. Mm-hmm. I was good with seeing it one time, seeing it in a space where I couldn't pick up on details because as we get deeper and closer, it's exactly what you said. They give too much away. And so the only thing that stuck with me is, you know, I don't have to win. We just both have to I lose. hated that they showed that. I hated that. That clearly looks like the end of the uh, end of the movie. And I hope that I'm wrong. I hope it happens mm-hmm. in the beginning of the film. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh... Because I had said it a few different times. I think that Scott Lang dies like 20 times in this movie. And I'm just hoping that that's not the last fight. Yeah, 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 yeah. And because I also don't want I also don't want Kang to lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if he loses in his first movie... He... This would be my guess. He does, but he doesn't lose in any sort of way that, that is like... Diminishes him? Because, because of who Kang the Conqueror is... He has this constant thing of where he either fully decimates them yeah. or he gets his butt whooped, but not really because he literally master he's a master of time and space. So he's just like, all right, fine. And then another him who's even who's now aware of how they're gonna handle him one way, he handles them a different way. So like if he does, it will it, it similar to what he said as the uh, uh he who remains in Loki. Yeah. It'll be like, bro, there's like infinite of me that are willing to conquer. I'm not, you know, and I think that's what we might get here. Is yeah. we, you might get rid of one Kang, but the next one's waiting. Right, um, there's like there's infinite versions of him. And that's what's terrifying is right. that is that again, he just continues to learn from his mistakes and then not do that and do something else and really mess with you. Because uh, he's ruthless. There's a reason why he's called King the Conqueror. So mm-hmm. either way, I, I like that Peyton Reed pushed for this. Rewatching the first Ant-Man, you guys should watch our rewatch on this on the Patreon. Um, the Ant-Man movies actually do have a lot of weight to them. Yeah. But it's like you said, they're treated um, with a lot of the writing I've been doing. A lot of the focus on supporting characters is that is that they're, they need to be integral to the story. Mm-hmm. 
but they're not the focus. And as you watch those movies, you go, this is integral to the story, but like Scott really isn't even the, the lead in his own films. It genuinely is the tech and what this is going to mean right, for sure. the thing. So I would really appreciate and love to see this further growth from the beginning. It's always been about his daughter. I want to see how this is going to and ultimately I, make him make bad decisions. Well, I also love the idea that they're, why, because of that, and because of the that, what I always thought was not weird, but just they never not as addressed was, mm. he wakes up after, or or comes back in in Endgame, and after missing five years, not to mention the what the three years he missed out on her life when he was in prison, right? Not to mention like the the other two years he missed out in Ant Man two when he's but basically I mean he's spending time with her, but he's locked into his house for those other two years, so he has lost so much time with his daughter and as a dad you know i can understand like because and and we know they have set it up to where he's not a deadbeat dad he loves his daughter he really i mean cassie to him is everything he loves her so the idea that he would want to make some kind of deal with kang to get that time back it makes sense yeah. and i like that they're exploring that and i'm and i'm and i think that 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 really gives more weight to ant-man one and ant-man two because then it makes it feel like a full-on trilogy, and it right. doesn't feel like just like a kind of standalone film. Because oh well, these other movies. Because Peyton Reed wanted to do a big Avenger movie. Now this is just big, and it doesn't feel like it connects to anything else. I think it will. I, excuse me. I also hope that because I, I have, um, as I told you, I'm rewatching. I'm rewatching the MCU, and my daughter's watching it for the first time. Okay, we're at Endgame yeah, right yeah. now. Okay. Oh wow. Yeah, and so. With um with that we just we finished Ant Man because it's one of the last ones before leading up to it too. And Ant Man and the Wasp. Ant Man and the Wasp, the second one. Um, and I still feel the same. What what's and I've talked about this recently. What's bizarre is that if you would have asked me, you know, two months ago, what movie I would prefer, Ant Man two over Guardians two, I'd say, and I would have said it. Yeah, of course, Ant Man two. I absolutely pick Guardians two now over Ant Man two. Ant Man two is what I initially had the problems with Guardians is that there's too much, like everybody feels like a comedy character in that yeah. in that movie. Well, same thing, bringing up supporting characters again, what made Michael Pena and that crew work is because they were in the film, yeah. but they didn't feel like a focus. You came to the second one, you're like, you liked it so much, we're going to give you twice as much. And, and, it, and even it goofier. It was and too much. Yeah, I, I love Michael Pena, but he is he is... Not a real character. In the first movie, he's a real character. He's like, he's just that guy you know that he's got that that thing about him, and he's funny, and he's trying to make things work. But he's he's a sitcom character in part it, two. It, I think it's just the fact that he got more screen time, honestly, because because the, the character still rings exactly the same, but the difference is. You Look can, at the writing, though, dude. Look at the writing of his him. It's sugar. You're yeah. Give, you're give, yeah. If, if it's yeah. the same consistency. But if all of a sudden instead of one spoonful you're getting four, it's That's just a good too point. much. That's a good point. I just, but even yeah, I think, I don't know. I I don't think, and there's no chance that they have. I mean, they'll be in the movie, absolutely. But there's no chance. I think Ti is not though. Is he not in it? He got. If I is remember he correctly, he got in some trouble, oh, okay. and so I think he's gone. If I, I I could be wrong about this, but I think he's gone. Okay, uh, he was good, now, and I hope David Delschmalchen is coming back as well too. But I mean, I'm, but I want to see them. And, and not look they're, they're I like both of them but I, I and I don't want to diminish their work but I think that the characters would serve better if they're I don't want to see them anywhere near the quantum realm if I swear to God if they and I know they won't if they have a scene with Kang the Conqueror it's like please this is two, it, two different movies my only guess if this idea of these multiple Scots are coming out of it because of it maybe. They yeah. might in, in some world maybe like one of the Scots that came down there brought the crew, but I don't see 
his version of them just like they're the whole time ride or die they're yeah. probably there in the beginning uh you might see some version of them down in the quantum realm and then i think that might be it i'm also so interested in how they're gonna because what they need to do in this movie as well like obviously it's gonna play to the mcu fans mm -hmm. we, we know and there's tons of them because you've been following it since the beginning so the casual fan that goes in to see this movie is gonna be like what the hell is going on it's yes and there is a certain level of, since we did kind of a start over, mm -hmm. you could kind of walk into it. But at the same time, you, you, are, you are asking yourself, as a movie, I believe the movie will be fine. But, like, someone walking in to Return of the Jedi and you didn't see the first two, sure. You can watch the movie front to back. You're not going to understand a lot of what's going on because you didn't watch the first two movies that clearly set all this up. Right. I don't feel bad for those people. As long as the movie as a movie coherently works and you can watch it by itself, fine. But if you're confused, you've decided to come into the middle of this. It's true. I mean, it's also, it's one of those things where um, the the movie itself, though, even for people who are caught up in that just are casual Marvel fans, it's like you do, and, and, and even hardcore fans, you really have to explain these new rules mm -hmm. of all the different Scots that you just mentioned, mm -hmm. all the different, like if you didn't watch Loki, right? If you didn't watch these particular things and just watch the movies, because I think this is going to be a big setup, and we might talk about it in a little bit on on Secret Wars, right? Mm -hmm, like because mm -hmm. that you start to set all those rules that these certain things can happen. Mm -hmm. That who I feel that Secret Wars is going to be just bonkers. Yeah, as it was as an event, comic book wise. It if it, if it's not, we shouldn't even be treading down this path. Yeah, because the same is true with the Infinity Saga. Like some of the the one thing that was very interesting to me. Um, they did a really good job of really getting you in your feels, mm -hmm. but Thanos was ruthless in the books. Like at one, because like the X Men are involved, like it's all of Marvel. More ruthless right? you know than I mean? the movies. Yeah. So like for example, um, like the X Men are are there trying to also help stop Thanos because obviously there yeah, is yeah. a movie deal split. Scott Cyclops at one point shoots Thanos with his eye beam and he gets pissed off about it. So the dude puts an impenetrable glass box around his head so he suffocates trying to like like the most violent deaths mm -hmm. you could possibly think of. And obviously you gotta tone that down if you're doing a PG thirteen movie. You can't they did some stuff, but you can't do all of it. And they, they but they did a good job emotionally getting you there. Well, here's a question for you then too. Is Secret Wars that it seems because there's rumors that Robert Downey Jr. is gonna come back, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Is Thanos gonna come back? Potentially, I doubt it. I think you let sleeping dogs lie in that regard, but I would not be surprised. Okay, you know what? You know what? Just turn it off. That's yeah, what I did. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Um, you have a you have a situation though where you might see a Thanos. He's not going to come in, in any sort of major way. I don't think where he's like hardcore helping them or whatever. That's more of a Doom thing, and that's where Doom is yeah. like, oh no. We're all screwed. But then also, I'm going to take this power for myself and screw you guys. And then so. Ken kills Thanos. That would be hilarious. <laughs> In an instant, how quickly that's, he murdered. That's that what would, I mean. That might like, be why. It's almost just like, yeah, you thought that guy was, like, I, I, you know, if Thanos kills me, I walk up behind him five seconds later and, and kill him. Like, that that would establish, like, oh, so Thanos isn't in this at all. He's just there to, to show you that he's insignificant compared to what this guy can do. That would be a big up. It would be. It's not, yeah. a, it's not a bad plan, to be honest with you. But, yes, I don't think Thanos would play any major role. He would be Snoke. That would be it. Which, would be, which would be great. I mean, I, and not even, not, I mean, I, if he just had, like, a little cameo where, like, it looked like he was going to show up again and then Kang comes in and just takes him out quick, you're like, Oh, like th this is like child's play compared to what this guy can do. I, I think that the, them doing that was Loki. Because remember, yeah, he yeah, goes yeah. to the TVA 
and the Infinity Stones are paperweights. Right, right, like right, that, right. I think right. that was the acknowledgement right. that we we have surpassed nothing. right that that by a lot. That's right. That's right. Um, you know, and it's funny because it's uh, it's every time you see them, especially Scott, like he's because he's been running around the, in in the quantum realm, and you're looking at what he's doing, and he's like he's he's got a lot of energy, and I think it's because of athletic greens. I'll tell you that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You sucked me in completely. I was completely confused. I was like, yeah, he does look like, oh, you bastard. Let me tell you about Athletic Greens. <laughs> athletic Greens, AG1. I love it. I love them. I've been using AG1 for a long time, and I told you about it. I mean, I've been telling you about it. You guys know. You've been watching or listening long enough. You know how much I love AG1. I didn't have the time to take a 1,000 different vitamins, and I just wasn't, I just couldn't do it. So when Brett told me about it, I was like, look, let me try it. It tastes good. It puts everything all together. And I've been taking it for months, months. And I have my energy, I get better sleep quality. I love it. You just take one scoop of AG1 and you, you pretty much you take like 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, adaptogens, all of it. And you start your day right. It's the best. You can, it's, it's lifestyle friendly. It, it's, it can, can, contains less than one gram of sugar. It costs you less than $3 a day, and you're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than, uh, than, than your cold brew habit. I'll tell you that. It's the best. It's cheaper also than getting all the, the different supplements yourself. Athletic Greens is over 7,000 five-star reviews. It's recommended by professional athletes. It's the best. Go. I mean, I love it. You guys know that I love it. I've been talking about it forever. We have it on the shelf. It's, it stands out on the shelf. So if you want to make it easy, just Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash big thing. Athleticgreens.com slash big thing. Take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. God, I love this. I really do. I love Athletic Greens. All right. So thank you to our friends over at Athletic Greens. Once again, if you want to help out the show and you want to help out yourself, Get yourself some Athletic Greens. Let me know when you get it, though, too, and let me know how you've been liking it. Um, we send it to Athletic Greens and let them know that our viewers and our listeners have been checking them out. And use that code, man, athleticgreens.com slash big thing. All right, Winston, you're on the clock, man. You got, uh, we... Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so we talked about Eternals. We talked about uh, Ant-Man. Um, I want to talk about John uh, Carlo, Juan Carlo oh, Esposito. He wants yeah. to be Professor X, and I am here for it. I'm sure you're going to read the the story. John Carlo Esposito has reiterated his interest in playing Professor X, explaining that he's desperate to play a good guy. Despite that, Magneto and Mister Freeze also remain of interest. John Carlo Esposito is without without a doubt phenomenal at playing villains. We've seen that in everything from Breaking Bad to The Boys, Far Cry 6, but it appears that the Mandalorian star is ready to be a hero. He was on Jimmy Fallon, and this is what he said. I love what Marvel does. I love that the fans can see me in this universe and are not proposing not only one character, possibly Magneto, possibly Mr. Freeze. The actor says in the video below. Um, and the biggest ask is Charles Xavier. But look, I want to play a good guy, and Charles is smart. He's good. I feel as if there might be some mileage with me and Marvel. I know I love what they do. I know I love creativity. So who knows what can happen? I'm going to keep putting it out there. So when you do that, and you when you have um, Giancarlo out there kind of championing for this role, and he's so beloved, and the another reason why it's more likely, I don't know if he's necessarily going to get Professor X, but he'll show up in Marvel 
because he wants to. He wants to get paid also, but he wants to be. He loves doing these things, though, too. Um, but he has a relationship with Disney. Um, and he's had all the I've, – I've actually had a chance – my favorite, I've, I've actually met him a couple of times. My favorite encounter with him, I think I told you this, was at Star Wars Celebration mm-hmm. this year. I was checking out of my hotel room and he, and uh, for the hotel, and he was, um, he was there with his daughter. Did I tell you this, Ray? No, you didn't. You just told me you met him, but you didn't. Tell I had the story. met him, I had met him at Comic Con years ago too, and he was awesome. But I met, but he was, and he was standing right in front of me with his daughter. And I had said to him, I was like, you know, Jean Claude, you know, I don't know if you remember me, we met years ago, blah, 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 but I just wanted to let you know that your speech yesterday at, at, at on that panel was just fantastic. What you said, and, boom, and he, and he just, and he puts his hand, he said, I'm Sean Carlos. And I said, I know. <laughs> and, uh, and he said, and they, but right away, the first thing he did, this is my daughter. And he, he didn't, he, he was, he was more about right away. Didn't let his daughter stand there. He made to introduce and had a conversation, but he was just engaged in it. He wasn't, and he was, it wasn't one of those things where like, oh, I gotta talk to this person now too. And I didn't take a picture with him. I didn't want to bother him. I just wanted to tell him that I was really kind of moved by his speech. And he just engaged and wanted to have that conversation. And he's just very genuine in mm-hmm. the way that he brings himself about. And I think that's what, that what kind of transfers over on screen. That That is why he plays such phenomenal villains. Yeah. Um, I think it's also why he would do a phenomenal job as a good guy. Yeah. But it's one of the biggest things that I learned uh, in school is that you cannot, as an actor, you cannot judge your character. You have to remember that they're that they are also human. Whether or not they are a human with completely different morals than yourself, they're still human. So all of those decisions, where they're coming from, what's right. spawning them on, right. and he understands that. He he makes every character he plays so grounded, no matter what the circumstances. No matter if you're right. a Colombian drug just lord, twirling right. his mustache. Whether you're a Colombian drug lord or a, a, one of the major leaders in the empire going for the dark saber, it doesn't matter. He 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 grounds the hell out of him. So. I can't think of a better care, per, uh, actor to play Professor X, especially because Professor X in and of himself, yeah, he's good, but you want to talk about a complicated character. Your best friend is trying to like commit genocide, mm-hmm. you know, and so there's this weird thing where you're kind of fighting him, but you're not. But then there's also he makes bad decisions all the time. There's a bunch of storylines where he's like in love with Jean Grey, and it's weird because he's kind of like her adoptive dad. Right. So like, there's a lot of like really off base things with professor x that i think he could genuinely bring to life and make it incredible not only the goodness in him but the the darker components secret secret invasion or secret wars is supposed to come out 2025 or 2026 six i believe are you sure Oh, they moved it, right? I thought Dynasty was first and Wars was That's second. That's true, but they were coming out at one point it was like 6 months within each other and then i think they moved it, but it's a secret uh, let's see secret wars release date We'll find out in a second here. Uh, yeah, May 1st, 2026. So at that point, because this the deal with with um with the X-Men characters and all that stuff how they have to because right now you can only if you can only use uh, what's his face? Deadpool and Wolverine. Well no no, you can use all the characters, but if you're gonna use them, you Same gotta have actors. Hugh Jackman. You got that's why they probably had this deal. That's why they probably brought him into Deadpool because he's like, hey, we can we want to use Wolverine and we might as well use him if they, if they're gonna use um, Patrick Stewart, mm-hmm. they used him in Doctor mm-hmm. Strange. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So um, they'd have to use all of them until I think the deal ends in twenty twenty five. 
so the thing is, but I don't know how it works and what the legality is because if you you're gonna have to shoot that movie at least in 2024, 2025. The, right. Right. So if they if the X Men the new X Men show up in that movie, the question is, how does that work legally? Does it work like yeah. can you can you shoot and use them, but you can't release it until twenty twenty six? This would be my guess that they maybe work out some sort of deal this way. You can have the new cast be involved mm -hmm. if the old cast is also involved. I don't think that's the deal, though. But but when you can, I, I know it's not. But I bet you, I bet you that's something that they they work up because if again you have variants to bail you mm -hmm. out of this, mm -hmm. right? So it's a situation where like it's Secret Wars anyway. You were gonna potentially have different versions of different everybody all over the place. I would not be surprised if it's a situation where it's like, well, this is the. X-Men from 323, which happens to be the Fox universe or whatever mm -hmm. it is, right? And then, oh, here are the X-Men from the 616. And it's like, ah, they died because the incursion, whatever, right, whatever. Right. And now this is our new one. And then you do not see them again until it is fully done the following yeah. year. I just don't know when it when it ends, though. If it, end, if it ends like January 1st, 2025, and then you're still, let's, let's say you start shooting Secret Wars um, in the end of 2024 or like, late 2024 but you know that the deal ends on january 1st of 2025 mm -hmm. we go, okay shoot all the x-men stuff in january is the, are you telling me that they can't even shoot or they just can't release that's what it? i don't that's know what you're not sure that's what i don't know i i have to believe it's one of those situations where you just can't release it you can't put them on screen I, that's what right. I, I that's why i wonder what the contract says can you not release it can you not cast can you not do like that's that's that what i mean seems I, I don't know. The only thing I guess that maybe seems dangerous then, and that's is because of how leaks fly fast and furiously. Maybe that's the concern: is you hold off until twenty twenty five on all of it, just because you've taken all the meetings and you've kind of tipped your hat, like, okay, right, Christian, we got you for Colossus here, but we're not going to talk about that. You know what I mean? Like, it's I want Feige in here for like two hours. I want to. I just want to talk to him for like two you know hours. He's not going to answer that question. The, the the deal itself, he might. You think he would? The deal itself, I I because it's a, it's a contract that you probably I don't know. I mean, it's it, he that's the type, he's not going to give you spoiler. If, if I said, well, does that mean that that X Men are going to be in Secret Wars? He's not going to tell you that. No. But if you ask, like, what is the actual deal? How does that work with the actual X Men? He he might tell you. I mean, so then is that the same with the Fantastic Four? No, I think there's a different deal with them. I think it's a different. I think it was it's just all owned by Fox, but they just did it differently. I think because you had successful movies behind you, and you had successful actors that were probably still getting, you know, had money in the in the deals and all that type of stuff too. Where you had a couple of fart bombs with uh, with Fantastic Four. I'm just so surprised. I, I get that. I guess. I guess I'm just so surprised that when the merger happened, that that wasn't something potentially addressed one way or the these contracts. It just seems it's probably weird. the actor's contract. You know, they, they want to honor the contract. That, you know, yeah. it, it, it's got to, it I, mergers runs are just Mergers are just weird based off of everything we're seeing with Warner Brothers. I don't, I don't understand know. how I don't this know. is I don't know how it works. But, you know, speaking of, uh, the, let's do that then. Speaking of Fantastic Four, man, this, these rumors keep on coming. They just <laughs> keep on coming. Every, every other Thursday, there's a new Reed Richards, and it seems like that's the case. Again, here we have um, Adam Driver is apparently... This is from the direct, and hence their thumbnail. Um, Fantastic Fours is now saying that Adam Driver eyed by Marvel Studios for the lead role. Again, this is a rumor. Adam Driver, the actor behind Kylo Ren 
for the Star Wars tri- uh, sequel trilogy may be a frontrunner to play the MCU's new Reed Richards in Fantastic Four. Development has been heating up on Fantastic Four with WandaVision's Matt Shankman confirmed to direct while Disaster Wedding's Jeff Kaplan and Ian Springer penned the script with production expected to begin later this year or early next year ahead of the February 2025 release. Fan casts are at an all-time high. Obviously, one of the most discussed roles come with Reed Richards, who will lead both the team and the blockbuster movie. Penn Bad- Badgley, John Krasinski, Diego Luna, all have been rumored, but one recent actor has been Adam Driver. Snyder, again, Snyder's been breaking stuff left and right, man, recently shared unverified information that Driver might be in line for Mr. Fantastic or possibly even Dr. Doom. But while he stated that this cameo from an unproven source, he noted that it smells right to him. And now a new rumor added further fuel to that fire. During a recent video beyond the trailers, Grace Randolph now hinted saying that Star Wars Kylo Ren, Adam Driver, could be in the running to play Reed Richards, a.k.a. Mr. Fantastic in the MCU Fantastic Four reboot. According to the direct's own source, Driver is Marvel Studios' top casting choice to play Reed Richards. Randolph said that the, that the actor is a frontrunner for a certain stretchy role before sharing her hopes that he lands the role. Um, there's a lot. Mm-hmm. There's a lot here. Mm-hmm. I don't know why at all, mm-hmm. but out of all of the rumors mm-hmm. that have hit Penn Badgley, Diego Luna, I feel like this one is real. Yeah, and I... It, this is no knock on Penn Bagley, on uh, my Diego. favorite, my, Diego Luna. My favorite, personally, was uh, uh, William Harper uh, from The Good Place. And, uh, uh, oh, my God. Uh, it's a, It was a show on HBO Max. Love, Love, Life, I believe is what it was called. He's a phenomenal actor. Right. William Harper? Uh, yeah. Okay. William James Harper. William. Uh, oh, look. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Um but anyway, Jackson, William Jackson Harper, excuse me. Oh my God, I know people are just butchering me okay. in the in the uh, the comments right now because I couldn't remember his middle name. But here's my only thing with Adam Driver doing it. I'm not anti it. He kind of has that look for it. And again, Reed Richards, a very complicated character because he's the smartest man in the universe. He's kind of a prick, and like he has moments where he does really, really awful things because he thinks he's better than everybody. And he's Adam Driver is perfect. <laughs> but I, but I, but I, but I think that's why he would have, in my opinion, if we're if the other rumor he's tied to is Doom, Doom I think yeah. he would have crushed Doom. Well, that's the whole thing, though. If I'm Adam Driver and I'm Adam Driver's people, just done playing a villain. I'm just, I'm just, oh, I just did Kylo Ren, and now I'm gonna play Doctor Doom. It's like it's it, the only thing with that potentially is you got to think, you got to remember Doom. They, you know, everybody keeps harping on Kang, and it's not that Kang isn't, but Doom is up there with Kang with Magneto. Oh, yeah, you know, I know. All-time great. And on top of that, we just mentioned that Reed has those dark that darkness in him. So, you know, there's there's moments like that. I just I want I Henry know. Cavill to be Doom. I mean, yeah, that would be really good. He's like, okay, fine. You want me to play Superman? I'm going to play the the biggest villain. I Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill, he's a big dude. I would good-looking guy. You know, like, because when, when Doom took off his mask, you're like, oh, Doom's a good-looking dude. Until he, he he is so, and that's the whole thing with Doom. Doom was a good-looking dude, and then because he had such dysmorphia, he thought he was ugly, he put a scalding mask right. on his face right. and scarred himself. Right, right, So I think, I think Cavill actually Cavill would, would be, be pretty amazing. great. Um, but I'm any, not, but I'm he not had a driver. I, I, I guess that's the other thing, too. Driver, in my opinion, and again, this is no knock on Luna mm-hmm. um, or anybody else involved, 
Driver is the biggest name out of all these names being associated with it. Even yeah. above, even above Krasinski, and a Krasinski would be the only one maybe just because of what he did with Quiet Place and The Office. Yeah, they both they both have star power. I think Driver probably because you know he's tied to Star Wars, obviously. But but yes, you're, Star you're, Wars, Marriage Story, a nomination, yeah, like all yeah, that kind all of the stuff, girls, you know? everything that he he's done, and he's a really good actor. Um, and I think that you make a really great point that when you're running with Fantastic Four for a new and. I agree, and we've talked about this. Tarant I think Tarantino's comments were taken out of context um, because I understood what he was trying to say with uh, when he was on Stern oh, about that. The, you, but it's not you're not selling the, the you're the not actor, the actor's the not selling it. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He's right. It's it's when when it comes it, it was the way that he said it that I think that people took offense to it. But um, but he, he essentially said that the, it's it's Iron Man that gets people in the theater, not Robert Downey Jr. It's it doesn't mean it doesn't lend to the Absolutely. to the performance. Of course, it does. The actor itself is what what if you if you cast incorrectly, your movie could stink. Yeah. But it's if you get a great performance, it's also it's the character that's selling it. Um, and this is going to be something because Fantastic Four had those Tim Story movies, which is just you talked about Sugar before, just complete. Uh, this did nothing to them, um, and then the, the disaster that um, that Fox did when with with Josh Trank. Um, this is a um, this is something they really need to do with Fantastic Four, and, they, and Kevin Feige loves Fantastic Four. Everybody loves it. They want to boot it to get Adam Driver as your lead. It probably makes sense. Yeah, I can understand why they if he is the top guy, the top choice. I get it. You've already and and for all of the drama that you that came with the the Star Wars sequel trilogy, he carried that he carried that trilogy. Like oh, every, every, carried every, it? everybody did their role. Daisy Ridley was phenomenal. John Boyega was one of the strongest characters. But I but I I think when I think about that trilogy, my mind anchors to Kylo Ren. Honestly, I'd say Kylo Ren. I'd say he and Daisy Ridley together. Ray, Ray yeah. is Ray is super super yeah. important. I'm, I think Kylo, I'm Kylo Ren that. is the is the villain who had something to do. I I, I genuinely I'm not putting him in Darth Vader like yeah. le caliber, but in the same way that honestly, Star Wars that that original series to the point that you made a prequel in the first place right. was carried by Darth Vader. Everybody loves Luke Skywalker and Yoda and all that, but. Darth Vader, that people they hear the theme, they see the red lightsaber, yeah. the voice, like that. Most people, when they think Star Wars, I have to feel like that's the first thing they think of. When I don't want. I don't want to get into a Sith Council episode with you, <laughs> but like, uh, I'm, I'm not. I'm not agreeing with anything. You don't you agree say. with that? No. That that Darth Vader carries the movie. Is he a, is he a, a massive character that people um, love? And even though he's a villain. Yes, and did he do something very? Did he capture everyone's imagination? Sure, but I think it was a, it was everything. There are people that think that Luke Skywalker carried. There are people that think that, that Princess Leia carried. There are people that think that 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 uh, Han Solo. How about carried. this? The droids Car are started. carries it in the way that Michael Jordan carried the Dream Team, in that they are all superstars on another level, and they individually are, have their own Hall of Fame lexicon suit. Like people think uh, again that Magic yeah, Johnson no, I'm is not with you. I, I think Vader's, Vader's only in the first movie, like, you know, the 15 minutes, if I, that. I understand that, and, you and think, he's terrifying. You think, you think that, yeah, I, I'm not disputing that, but he's not, but he doesn't carry the movie. He, he, he has it. He has a major impact on the entire franchise. He's got. A, he's a major impact. I thought I, all the. I think that's what made Star Wars so special. Franchise, franchise. Not not that. I said originally that trilogy. Yeah, so but not, I think the star. But I think Star Wars. I think even the trilogy. They like he's he's a. It's, we're gonna. That's what I'm saying. We're going to change. I, I, it. But, I, guarantee, but, I guarantee people are already but, arguing about this. But, but Adam, but yeah. Adam, Adam Driver being in this role, 
um, is a smart move for them. And the other thing about it, the reason why it works is he's lanky. Yeah. And I believe that he could stretch his arms out and everything, too. I think, Amy, because yeah. you ever seen him in person? He's he's a big, all lanky I need is, dude. All, I haven't seen him in person, but all I need to see is that that argument with him and Scarlett Joe and, and marriage story where he punches the wall. You can see how he's just. Yeah, he's, he's a just, big, lanky dude. I think, And I think that you could really, I think that the visual effects people would have a freaking field day with him. Mm-hmm. I think it's a brilliant, I think it's a big, I think it's a great move. I do. I think if, if I feel. The only reason I feel, like I said in the beginning of this conversation, why I think it makes the most sense and ha- carries the most weight is because it makes the most sense. Mm-hmm. I think that out of all the cast, and I, and I love Diego Luna, I don't see him as Reed Richards. Um, I can see him, I can see him in, could I, if they cast him as Reed Richards, do I think he could pull off and bring a different vibe to him because he's such a brilliant actor? Of course. But I don't see him, I see him, I see him in Marvel. I do. Yeah. I think. I think that he's having Marvel conversations for sure, and I think he's going to wind up. And he even said it when I asked him about it. He's tied up for a little bit. Yeah. With with Andor, so Adam Driver seems to be available. I bet you. I bet you Adam Driver gets cast, and I bet you Adam Driver gets announced um, sooner than later. Huh. I don't. I, I don't. Have, you know, it would be interesting. Maybe Diego Luna as a Silver Surfer. That would be cool. That would be a really cool, like, yeah, I, I think his cool. take would be, especially, uh, I, I mean, obviously Adam Driver's Star Wars too, but I think, you know, Diego does have that kind of cosmic mischief yeah. energy about him, yeah. um, obviously with Andor. So, like, I, I think that Silver Surfer would be a great. That's a good call. I like that as well. So I'd love to see him do something. I mean, he's 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 great. I'd love to see him do more, but I just, I don't see, I don't see the Reed Richards side of it too. And I'm very curious of how, like, you know who would have been great? Um, this is Johnny Storm. Is um, that's the one that Taron Egerton would be amazing at. Yeah. If they, if they, I don't, you know, he was rumored for Wolverine. He's ru- rumored for all these things. He'd be great in in, in that role. Like, I, I think he would kill it either one. I think Wolverine or or Johnny Storm. Yeah. I know that they have different vibes, but like you're talking about his anger at a Kingsman or his like yeah f boy personality yeah. out of Kingsman. Yeah. It, either one you can lean into pretty 100%. heavy. Yeah. Yeah, that's I think he'd be great and he got and he's got that look. So yeah, either way, I think that this is a um this this could be really good casting, but I'm curious what you guys think. Do you think that Adam Driver is the right person for Reed Richards because the other argument to be made against it is because of what Winston was saying, how recognizable he is as Kylo Ren and how much of a, for, a force, pun intended, that he did have in the Star Wars um, series. Is it too distracting? Can you see past, you know, can you see past Kylo Ren and can you see Reed Richards? So go ahead. Let me know what you think. I want to know. Go so ahead and come. Complete, complete random side note. Um, it was funny. I was rewatching our show the other day yeah. and my girlfriend Kristen goes, man. Christian has just the most elegant radio voice. <laughs> like he's just he is like he's got a voice for radio. No, and I, like so. she 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 was like his tones <laughs> and like he's got you a know, face for radio. <laughs> she didn't say that. She didn't say that. She should have. <laughs> it's the truth. Um, thank you very much. It's very it's very nice. Uh, let's see. Let's go to. You're up. You're up. So you. It's so, on me. It's on you. So we just took. Uh, we, that was the last one. What do you got? We did the. We did the. We gotta talk about that last one, bro. A plea deal. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This, well, <laughs> it, it's relevant. It is. It's relevant. Ezra Ezra Miller has reached a plea deal, and so let's get let's get into that. All right. So Ezra Miller, back in the news. This time, a little different. Not getting in trouble, but answering for some of the trouble that they caused. 
The Flash film star Ezra Miller is reportedly expected to enter a guilty plea on Friday to a lesser charge of trespassing in someone's home in the U.S. state of Vermont, according to NBC News. Miller was alleged to have stolen several bottles of alcohol on May 1st last year from a neighboring house in Stanford. Miller was later charged with unlawful trespassing, two charges of burglary in an unoccupied dwelling, and petty larceny. A clerk for Vermont Superior Court has confirmed to the outlet that the parties have reached a plea deal and agreed to drop the burglary and larceny charge, one being a felony that could have carried a sentence of up to 25 years. Court documents reportedly showed prosecutors are proposing Miller face around 90 days in a suspended sentence, as well as a year's probation and a $500 fine. Miller has been embroiled in a series of criminal cases over recent years related to their behavior, and the 30-year-old actor publicly apologized for their actions in August. At the time, Miller said they had been suffering complex mental health issues and were committed to returning to a healthy, safe, and productive stage in my life, according to a statement from a spokesperson. It has not been decided by new DC bosses James Gunn and Peter Saffron what the future of The Flash is, but test screening reports for The Flash film starring Miller have been reportedly getting rave reviews. The movie comes out on June 16th. Okay, so I, I have many thoughts on this. Um, the first is it just seems, I believe that Ezra Miller is looking to better themselves. I, I, I do. But I also think that it was jump-started because it was, hey, you're either going to do this or you're gone. Because I think it was even like his mom, uh, Ezra Miller's mom was like, listen, you're going to uh, lose us a lot of money. So get it together. And then the next thing you know after that report, Behavior just starts getting better, showing up to court dates, doing this. They couldn't even find him. They couldn't find them. They didn't know who he was. And now everything is, it's like, okay, plea deal, this. The rumors that they that they might be coming back to, to play The Flash. There are conversations happening, whether it's with Zaslav, whether it's with Saffron, whether it's with yeah. Gunn. And it's like, okay, you have to do all of this. Mm-hmm. You got to do the plea. You got to do the 500 bucks. You got to do the, You got to do all of it. And then we, we still can't guarantee that we can bring you back. But, but now you have an outside shot. You got to do the steps. And I believe that Ezra Miller is doing the steps. Yeah. And that's fine. I, I'm, I'm, I am happy to see them taking those steps to better themselves. That's exactly what you should do. Um, I stand by the same thing I said last week, though. It still feels too soon to just absolve you of your sins um, i'm with you i agree with you I, I continue the steps continue this process to becoming a better good, person good for you amazing and, yep i still think they should be this is like they should not be associated with the role of and i think right that, now. and not even just because of that which i agree with all of that also because it's too freaking confusing if yeah. you're gonna do a reboot reboot, reboot the it. whole reboot damn it. thing mm-hmm. and it's absolutely henry cavill who's beloved Gone. Gal Gadot, your beloved. We don't know what's happened with you. Ben Affleck, probably not coming back. Momoa, he's still in, but he's a different character now. It's like, wait, what? And we don't even know if any of that's true. It's just, it. I still have faith because we haven't really heard anything yet. Right. But I got to say, it doesn't help the situation when DC has been such a shit show this entire time. It feels like we're just, it's more the same but a different flavor. 
But we don't know yet, though. But we don't know, and right. that's the one thing that I that I was I was saying up front as a as a as a yeah. preempt that we don't know yet. Right. So if it, but but I agree with you that if the news does come, like hey, we believe in second chances and we want to give Ezra Miller a chance, so Ezra Miller will be returning as Flash in the Flash Two. Then there's going to be a lot of conversations on this show, on other shows of like, I mean, because they'll we'll talk about it, yeah. But there are a lot of people not going to be talking about it. They're yeah. going to be screaming about it, yeah. And it's going to be one of those things because I don't think anybody on on our panel will agree with the idea. I don't care how good the movie is, and it's not. And and I and I was one of the first people to say when when Ezra Miller was going through all this and hadn't even, um, uh, you know, uh, was on the run still. So if they can find Ezra Miller and get them some help, I hope you can get this person help. Absolutely, because they need it. But didn't does it doesn't mean that just because you're getting help, you're forgiven for everything. It doesn't mean that you should not work on yourself. It doesn't mean that you should get a job. And it doesn't mean that I don't know. It's weird, man. I, I, it's weird. What what is overly frustrating about it and it's why i keep kind of harping on it and i'm not saying you know everybody should be dealing with the harshest of anything but i genuinely think about everything that has happened to will smith in the past year right over something that criminally if charges had been brought up was actually on a much lesser scale than everything that ezra miller has done right the assault there you might see like a you know, I'm sure there's lawyers that maybe watch this. You're, you're talking maybe a few days. If it happened behind the scenes and not in front of you know everybody on the Oscars, it's a very different situation. Absolutely, but but the, but the sentence for slapping somebody like that is may, maybe a few days, a month or something. And it can't. It, I can't imagine just slapping somebody like that would carry a potential 25 year sentence. Right. Correct. And so that being said, when you're talking about crimes that carry that kind of penalty. And we're just like, eh, whatever. You can keep the role. Just make sure you're going to rehab. Well, 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 there's two things here, though. No, Will Smith did get some stuff taken away, endorsement wise, absolutely. and jobs right up top. He absolutely. And they just had a new movie that came out. Right. He's got other things that are coming out again. He's absolutely. starting to work again for sure. I don't disagree with you at all. I'm just saying, but there, there are still opportunities for him available for sure. But he's not. So he also, I'm very curious. Like, if the Suicide Squad would have been amazing, mm -hmm. the first one, mm -hmm. and they had shot the second movie. Mm -hmm. And he was the star of that movie. And all that happened. And the movie hadn't come out yet. And it got all these reviews of how great it was. Whatever studio would, would be in the same position with Will Smith. Because it's not about, and that's the other thing. That I, it gets such a blurry line. Because everything you're saying is fact. Mm -hmm. But it's not about Ezra Miller to them. Right. It's about the money on the table I, with with the flash. Thousand percent. That's that's that. that's the whole thing because you're you're right what you're saying because if if you reverse the situation, and as and uh, and Will Smith is in the position right that Ezra Miller is in with a hit movie that that they're saying is as good as The Dark Knight yeah, or whatever yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoever the star is, depending yeah. on what it is, is going to be they're going to fight for him. Because they want to make that money and they want this movie to come out. And you've put a lot of money into it, and I, I'm not denying. Yeah, that. I'm. With, I know. I hear what you're saying. I agree with you. <laughs> it's 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 the idea that again that rumor last week of Ezra may be the Flash going forward. Right. That's more my issue. And I'm and I and I and I'm on the same page. Yeah. Uh, I I think because of that, you know, because that's that's also bring, bringing up my scenario. The question is then, while Will Smith just did that, would they keep Will Smith? For the Suicide Squad three, 
maybe not. Yeah. Because of the the blowback that it yep. got. And and Ezra Miller gets to stick around. Fact, I don't know. The fact I don't know. That this Ezra Miller stuff has been going on for so long. For, right. Because the first video comes out with Ezra somewhere saying whatever he said to Lady and then them choking that lady out, and we never you don't know what it was. We have they never addressed no, it. It never gets talked about. No, it's bizarre. And then man. it continues to have. Got to have photos happen. of Zaslov <laughs> in a bathtub <laughs> with a couple. <laughs> a couple guys in a bathtub with hats on him. Ezra walks in. Say cheese. This will buy me some time. Maybe, maybe, maybe <laughs> that's who the the because remember Ezra called themselves the Mad Goose Wizard. Yeah, and threatened threatened. Yeah, like he's been a- goosing somebody. <laughs> <laughs> like, something's going on. It's like I can do whatever I want. Walked in. He walked oh. into the into the plea thing with his with his wee wee hanging out, and they, <laughs> they, 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 they were like, "Well, well you got to pay five hundred bucks." Okay, mom, pay it. We're out. Oh. I'm, I'm gonna run down the street like the Flash. Oh my yeah, god! It's like they're, 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 that. That's been my problem. Is that they've been doing. Kind of whatever they want, and I'm yeah. glad that they have finally been started to be held accountable for their actions. Yeah. But like, but yeah, enough's <sighs> enough. And this is and and I hope this is what this, this is my this is my biggest hope for this whole thing. I hope that Ezra Miller gets the help, stays on this path. The movie comes out; it's really really good. They decide to stay on this path, get themselves better, mm-hmm. but DC goes. We're going to reboot this whole thing. We're going to move on. And because of the work that Ezra Miller did, people will then, again, eventually, time, will say, okay, we're looking at what really what happened, what is going on now. Why, if you're going into this whole new thing, why do you want, you're already going to have people questioning your decisions no matter what, right, was, was Saffron and, and Gun. You're going to have, no matter what the, the, the new plan is, they have a plan at least. Why go into it with this? Why go with one arm time behind your back? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I just don't think it's good because, because again, even to that point, they, they are different. But let's say they, they, it lives in the realm with what happened with Robert Downey Jr. It took time, and then he eventually got back to the superstar caliber level. Yeah, and he was, and he, but he was with, with the example. But the difference there, he didn't commit any crimes to. I mean, minus like you know kicking around hotel room stuff and everything too he, the biggest harm he was doing was to himself right and you just didn't know if you could insure him but by the time that that movie came around he was clean mm-hmm. and his because i had posted a picture i was uh, uh, people were asking me to tell the story about it. I, I i worked with his with his wife for a while susan who um who was my boss mm-hmm. and she invited us to his 40th birthday party mm-hmm. and we all went and i, I posted that picture that i took with him people were like Oh man, that's when he was in uh, when he was in rough shape. I was like, no, he was exhausted. He was dancing all night. He was completely sober in that picture, completely sober. And he, and he was, he would he'd clean himself up. He was doing everything, and that was before that was like kiss kiss bang bang time. That was yeah, before, yeah, and yeah, he okay. was he was just coming. He would come around the Silver Studios all the time, and just talk to people and have conversation. But then, but it was Favreau who took the shot of him because Paramount at the time they didn't want nobody wanted to insure him. And then they took a shot on him. That's a different situation what we're talking about no, here. No, absolutely. But I guess just from the standpoint of, while it may not have been criminal, the idea of going to fix yourself when you're like at the absolute bottom right. before you jump right back into really high caliber, like 
they didn't know Iron Man was going to get yeah. to that he, level. He but had a bit had of a hopes. break. He had he had he had the end of what you're talking about. He had that in between time that I think Ezra needs. Not only for to make sure that whatever they went through sticks, but to give us time, correct, to be like right, all right, cool. You it, it, because I don't think any there's a reason why. People will watch like the Bachelor and stuff like that for the drama, but a lot of people do not believe any of that as they should because it's over the course of a couple of weeks. Right. Nobody believes that change happens overnight. We right. know better than that. Right. And so it's the same thing. I, I need them to go away yeah. so I can process it along as as well as Be you can. Because when the comeback happens and well, here's all the stuff that had happened with Ezra Miller in the past. And now they're working on themselves, and here, here it is. You know, okay, well, that was a little while ago. Let's see what they've been doing lately. And then, it, yes. And then the other difference with, with Downey is that people are always rooting for Downey. Yeah. Even when he was in his, like, because remember, he was on the Ally McBeal, and he was having that real rough spot where he got, he, he, it's like another chance, and then he was all messed up, and he couldn't show up to work, and you're like, it looked like it was going down the all-too-familiar path of eventually this guy's going to wind up, like, dead it, it sounds like i was pretty young and i didn't really know or care as much about robert Downey yeah. jr personally but it sounds like he was like on the precipice of if not already an a-lister like he was kind of pushing he, oh that. he was an a-lister back he was he was he dude he was like when he was younger he was in like weird science and back to school and and all those movies and that's the only difference with ezra miller i know far too many people have no idea who ezra miller right. is and, right. and that's the thing is that Ezra, I think, with this role was kind of on the precipice if it genuinely was going to take off off like that. But only certain people, like really industry insiders, hardcore superhero movie fans, know who Ezra is. One hundred percent, yeah. The younger generation, I think, definitely too, you will will know Ezra. But anyway, there's as we know, there's, every time we bring up Ezra Miller, it's a conversation <laughs> because it's so much it's so relevant into what's going to happen. But we're out of time. As far as that stuff goes today, but at all the stuff we talked about, and what was your what what was the one that stood out to you? As I've mentioned many times on every single show now, the reason why you've seen this show's been doing really well, and all the shows have been doing really well because you guys have been commenting and you have been liking the videos. We we make a goal to try to do a thousand comments, a thousand likes in every episode, and with that, it's been getting the algorithm to show this to more people. It's showing up in the more recommended places, and then obviously on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you're over there and you're listening, make sure that you leave a review. Make sure that you are rating us. Uh, make sure you're following us on Spotify. All that. That's how you help the show for sure. Please subscribe to the channel. Almost at seventy thousand for sure. Um, leave those comments, man. Let me know. Patreon.com/slash the big thing show get yourself one of those shirts there's the black knight it's up there right now man <laughs> go ahead and do it all right for the my only thing that would have been funnier is if i had looked up and you just had the camera on me when you well, said when it. there it is it, the there, black knight there, there he is the black knight <laughs> uh ladies and gentlemen thank you for joining us i really appreciate you for winston and myself mccoy will be back next time we'll see you